And then when you remember when Saturday Night Live spoofed it with, <laughs> with, with Crystal Gravy? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Oh God, That's playing. I, I, it wasn't the same song, but it was. Yeah, I think it was a you know something similar that yeah. just Crystal Gravy. They're like dumping on mashed potatoes. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Uh, that's awesome. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me is my Crystal Gravy co-host, Jason. (laughs) How's it going, Jason? Oh, yes. I still have a can of Crystal Pepsi. Not opened, but I kept the can because I knew it was going to be... you know, worth thousands of dollars and be a collector's item someday. <laughs> <laughs> we are currently making our way through the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s, and we are up to number two. In this episode, we're talking about the legend himself, Edward Van Halen, and the song for Van Halen, Pound Cake. Behind the music. Edward Ludwig Van Halen was born in Amsterdam on January 26, 1955. After his family experienced mistreatment because his parents were mixed were a mixed race relationship in the 1950s, uh, his father was Dutch, his mother was was Indonesian. Uh, the parents moved the family to the U.S. in 1962, settling near Pasadena, California, where Eddie and his brother Alex attended a segregated elementary school. Since the boys did not speak English as a first language, they were considered "quote unquote" minority students. And they experienced bullying from from the white students. Hmm. Eddie and his brother began learning the piano at age six, uh, but Edward never learned, never was never taught to read music. Instead, he wa- he watched recitals of Bach and Mozart repertoire and improvised. His hmm. parents uh, wanted both the boys to be classical pianists, uh, but but Edward gravitated towards rock music and was greatly influenced by the 1960s British invasion bands like the Beatles and the Dave Clark Five. Uh, Consequently, when Alex began to play guitar, Eddie bought a drum kit. However, after he heard Alex's performance of the song Wipeout, he gave Alex the drums and began (laughs) learning the electric guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, According to Eddie, uh, as a teen, he often practiced while walking around the house with his guitar strapped on or sitting in his room for hours with the door locked. in 1972, Eddie and Alex formed the band Mammoth. And two years later, when a when their lead singer joined the band named David Lee Roth, uh, they officially changed the name to Van Halen and quickly became a staple of the Los Angeles music scene. Uh, now, Eddie is most associated with the Frankenstrat. It's a custom-built guitar uh, just from parts that he found. He yeah, the, the original Maple Neck cost him $80.00. And the body cost him 50 because the wood had a knot in it. Uh, <laughs> the tremolo arm was originally taken from a 58 Fender Stratocaster and was later replaced with a Floyd Rose arm. He frequently replaced the neck on the guitar, going through a number of different ones throughout the years. 
and the pickup configurations uh, change almost as frequently. Uh, in its most commonly used configuration, the guitar had a single functioning pickup, the Gibson PAF bridge pickup, which he enclosed with paraffin wax to prevent the feedback. Uh, the middle pickup was removed, and in its place, he stuffed a non-functional selector switch and random wires, and the neck pickup slot was replaced with a single, uh, with a red single-call pickup that was also non-functional. Uh, the original selector switch and tone knobs were removed, uh, and the volume knob was replaced with, with a knob labeled Tone. Um, the Frankenstrat, <laughs> as shown on the cover of Van Halen 1, was originally painted black, but was recoated with the Schwinn red bicycle paint in 1979. Uh, the, our featured song, Pound Cake, was the first song to be released as a single from the band's album for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, and it reached number one on the U.S. Billboard Album Rock Tracks chart and number 74 on the U.K. Singles chart. Uh, explaining the, the lyrical influence of the song, Sammy Hagar said that he liked people who were like pound cake. That is, what you see is what you get, nothing to hide. To which I reply, sure, Sammy, that's what the song <laughs> <laughs> The album for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge uh, won the 1992 Grammy Award for Best Hard Rock Performance with Vocals. Let's get personal. So I think I've mentioned before, maybe in one of our previous episodes, that Eddie is one of the three guitar players that I listened to when I was younger that made me uh, want to play guitar. Uh, my introduction to, to, to Ed was the album 1984. I had no idea that, that Van Halen had a back catalog at the time. Uh, I heard I heard the, the, the album 84 and was like, wow, this guy's amazing. And somebody asked me, well, have you heard all the other Van Halen albums? What, there are other Van Halen albums? I had no idea. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. Um, but I, I do, but this is, this is how much he influenced me. Uh, the first guitar lesson I took um, I went in with my guitar and sat down and the guy, the first lesson he wanted to teach me was he wanted me to learn every note on every string from the, from the, from the first fret to the 24th fret. Um, and I was, <laughs> I was like, okay, I walked out of, the, out of that lesson and the guy that owned the, the music store where I was taking the lesson, he goes, well, how'd it go? I go, yeah, I'm not coming back to this. And he goes, why not? I said, cause I don't want to <laughs> learn what he's teaching me. He goes, well, what do you want to learn? I said, I want to play guitar like Eddie Van Halen. And he goes, and he thought for a second. And he goes, "Okay, come back next week. I have a guy for you." Um, and he, cha- he changed my entire guitar lesson, uh, t- or my, my entire guitar teacher lineup because I said that because I wanted. To <laughs> hey, so, you like yeah. what you like, right? Yeah, you like what you like. Yeah. What's your What's your history with Van Halen? Yeah, uh, goes back mainly 1984 as well. Uh, that's an album I can listen to top to bottom. Anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Love the entire album. And it wasn't until... I always talk about it, but this is when I got their more of their uh, back catalog was the Columbia House and BMG era. <laughs> I, I got the first... I think it's the self-titled album, right? Yeah. With, with the Devil and Eruption and all that. Yeah. Um, and that one just kind of blew my mind, too. Because I had heard some of the songs on the radio, but... Uh, yeah, I I was a, a big Van Halen fan up through the '80s to the '90s. Even with the changeover to Sammy, I 
had 5150. I love that album too. Yes. And I I I lean, I lean more towards the the David Lee Roth era, but I do have a appreciation for the Van Hagar era. Era. And yeah. uh these early 90s songs in particular, well, early to mid 90s and and the albums um got uh, got a new appreciation for those over the last maybe decade. Right. So this one, uh, I remember going out and buying this album soon after I heard Pound Cake on the radio and, and watching the, the, <laughs> the music video, video on MTV. Yeah. Uh, it was the first single that was released. And this has happened to me several times over the years. Maybe it's happened to you. And I love it when it happens. But I love it when you buy the album early and you listen to it over and over and over, you know, based on like whatever, the first single. Yeah. And then when the next single comes out, which was for this song right now, and then run around, you feel like you've got a little insider knowledge to the song. <laughs> you know, when you hear it, you're around yeah. your friends and you're like, you know, the lyrics, yep. you're singing along, or there's a certain part and you tell, oh, listen to this coming up right here. <laughs> That's you, know, awesome. yes. it, you earn a little like extra cool points <laughs> thanks That's to buying an album early and this happened to me with this album in particular nice that uh gosh i loved the album went out and bought it and uh they did a there's a little behind the scenes thing i think on mtv uh because you know what they wanted to call this album or what eddie wanted to call yeah. the album first yeah. and we, you know what that stands for yeah for carnal knowledge yeah so i remember watching kind of the behind the scenes of this on MTV and, and hearing them talk about it after I got into the hearing the the first single and stuff. So yeah, this is one of my favorites from Van Halen for sure. Nice. Uh, and Pound Cake, yeah. I, <laughs> we'll we'll break it down, but <laughs> he, he breaks out the Franken drill, you know, <laughs> uh, freaking drill painted like the Frankenstrat, you know. Yep. Amazing. The breakdown. So I think we both agree that the drill makes the song, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, the drill it's so makes unique, the song, man. So uh, unique. It, so it feed, the song, if you've never heard it, uh, features Eddie Van Halen using the sound of a Makita 6012 HD power drill in the introduction and during the and during the solo. Um, according to Eddie, a guitar technician was operating one of these drills at, at his 5150 studio while he was playing, and to Eddie, the sound captured. Uh, was akin to kickstarting your engine. So, like J like Jason just says, subse subsequently Eddie painted a drill with the Frankenstrat stripes and used it during the concerts when, whenever he would play it. Um, that's my that's probably that's my favorite. I mean, hands down, that's my favorite part of the song. No matter if it's the intro. Or oh the yeah, song, yeah. I love that drill sound. And that was the coolest thing. I mean, the first time I saw that on the music video, I wanted to buy the album. I mean, that was just a hook right there. <laughs> Who does that? Yeah. Uh, Eddie does that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of the solo of the main solo um, is the little tapping run he does right before the end of the solo. Um, I speak, mm -hmm. you know, that's my, probably my favorite. Eddie, there's lots of harmonics and tapping in this song, mm -hmm. um, and and how fast and how often he switches between all of his techniques just justifies why he is the original rock god. <laughs> He's the original guitar hero. Um, mm -hmm. I've always been intrigued and impressed by the way he structures and builds a solo. Like we were just saying in the last episode, 
if you can sing a solo, sing along with a solo, you're, you've done something right. There's not a lot of solos that that Eddie has that I can hum along or sing along to. Um, but that doesn't mean they're not good or you can't appreciate right, it. Right. Just the way he structures stuff, it's just so different. Yeah, it's, it's, so- it's not harmonics. It's not uh, melodic, really. It's, yeah. it's more just uh, hitting certain notes and... and- the, the, lots of tapping of course he loves yeah, of the, course the tapping. yeah yeah it, it, there's so many different things he builds into it to make it more of a, a like a complete thought versus uh, something that you're just gonna sing along to so yeah one thing i've always no, i've always noticed about van halen either you know during the roth era or the van hagar era um like if you go see a band live and they only have one guitar player when that guitarist drops out to play a solo, the music kind of gets thin, like because there's no guitar playing anymore. It's just mm-hmm. the solo, but you never get that with Van Halen. No, because he, I mean, the way he plays rhythm is the same way he plays a solo, so it's all the same thing to him. And you never get a drop in the music because he's yeah. playing a solo. That's what I've always loved about Eddie, is that there's never well now I'm playing rhythm and now I'm playing a solo. He's just playing. Yeah, and it's yeah. all the same to him, and that's that's what that's one thing I've always loved about him, and his playing. My favorite part of the solo is basically the intro where Sammy. This might be several of these songs might be some of his best singing, but he gets so high right as uh, he's going to the solo, and Eddie almost matches that note, that <laughs> yes. really high note that Sammy hits. <laughs> yes, that's and amazing. Oh it, yeah, so amazing! And yeah. then the uh, you know it's just classic Eddie. Yeah. Uh, there's a part like towards the end of the solo, it almost sounds like he's double tracking, but like you said, throughout the song, even though it's just him and he's got he's doing so many different things, you, there's no dead space or right. you know yep. dead air or anything behind him. Yeah. And th- that's what I love too about Van Halen. Not enough credit. Not enough credit is given to like Michael Anthony, and what he provides with his backing vocals and and just some of the bass rhythms too. That you know yeah. throughout the holding songs. down the holding down the the, the oh, deep end of it. Yeah. 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 And um, just I, I don't know some of the patterns that Alex plays too with symbols. He, he's a great symbolist, <laughs> if that's a thing. But <laughs> I, I like the way he. Yeah, I like the way he uses his symbols it's it's not your traditional yeah he doesn't you know, play, he plays playing. drums as differently as eddie plays guitar yeah right? yeah and that's what makes van halen so great yeah yeah exactly. i agree so eddie van halen comes in at number two in our countdown of the top 25 solos of the 90s which i mean who's going to top eddie van halen i just well, I yeah i mean who's going to top that got your wheel spinning out there listeners <laughs> So the songs we got them uh, from an, from the same album. We have a song called Three Sixteen, which mm-hmm. uh, Eddie wrote for his son Wolfgang uh, from the nineteen ninety six movie Twister. We have a song called Respect the Wind. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, funny story about Twister. I saw that movie like four or five times in the theater. I mean, I stayed through the credits because that song's playing over the credits. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, and then from their 1995 album, Balance, is a song called Balactotherium. So if you're a Spotify premium user, you're gonna you're getting ready to hear all three of those songs in their entirety. 
Uh, if you're a free Spotify user, you're going to hear a little snippet of it. And if you don't use Spotify at all, then you're going to have to use the song whip links in the show notes to find your uh, to find the songs in your favorite music app. Uh, give us your thoughts on this episode or any episode, really. You can find us on Twitter at Greatest List, or you can head over to our website, GreatestListPodcast.com, and you can stream any and all episodes to your heart's desire. Uh, Jason, we'll be back for our final episode of the first half yeah. of season two. Or, yeah, season two. Yeah, Number one is coming up in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Greatest Lists. We look forward to continuing our list next episode. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists. 